Get on the air. The edges around the world in 50K. And now, John O'Bean and Sharon. Here we go. Ah, oh, Thursday afternoon, and yeah, it's a cold one right around the country. It is uh, very cold. Yeah, bloody big storm. That's it. Yeah. What are you, what are you pointing at? What are you pointing a finger at me for, Sharon? I was just trying to tell you you've got something on your sweatshirt, but it's all right. I was just trying to do it <laughs> Thank you, casually. I'm glad you couldn't. You, you didn't pick a, a more public forum to uh, advise me. Of I this. didn't think you were going to ask. You, I was just letting you know. Okay, well, there you go. Anyway, wild <laughs> weather out there, guys. It is, and all the uh, the media they're talking about the weather today. They're getting reporters left, right, and centre. We don't have a reporter for no. the show, do we? No, we just saw our, our mate from working on Whited Up uh, sharing a video of there's like a bit of a flood down there. So. It's crazy out there. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Did I say that? No, no I'm just saying. Oh, you're so crazy. K to the R to the A Z out there. So next, uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna thrust an unsuspecting uh, member of the public uh, into the spotlight yeah. and make them become our reporter. Basically, we don't have budget for yeah. a reporter out there, so this way we get free labour. Free eyewitness news. That's what you want. It's going to be crazy. Oh, gee, stop saying that. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. The weather is the talk of talk of the country today. The oh. wild weather. The wild weather lashing the country. Wild weather. Do you know, uh, we came in here and Sharon was like, I need a hot, I need a hot toddy. Yeah, because I don't want to get sick. I thought it was hot totty. What is hot? What is a hot water bottle? It's like lemon, ginger and stuff. Oh, I thought it was a hot water bottle. No, it's like a lemon and ginger drink. It's like oh. honey and stuff. Oh, listen, I've, I've had all my fra- <laughs> all my winter-based phrasings up the clinker. <laughs> Snow, sleet, it's, it's, it's nasty out there. So if you don't need to go out, don't. Yeah, stay inside. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah. Thanks, mate. You thanks, for making that de- thanks for making that decision for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was tossing it up until I heard the guy on the radio. <laughs> oh, you always mock me every time I say, hey, stay, stay safe on the road. Oh, no, you're just trying yeah. to add a personal touch to it. Was, good on you. you it was know? good broadcasting. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like a Simon Barnett of the show. We're more than happy for you to go out if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll go out. I'll go out. Oh, you trot, mate. Yeah, give me a coffee. Okay, what we do... Uh, <laughs> a hot toddy. Yeah. <laughs> like a hot toddy. What we do is uh, when there's a big uh, news event going on, we set up our fictitious tall bag radio station and uh, we thrust unsuspecting punters into the middle of what they believe is a live talkback radio show. Please never say thrust unsuspecting punters <laughs> ever again. So, so what we do is we call someone up. I also thrust the suspicious ones as well. <laughs> and uh, we're going to pretend to put them on the air of this talkback station that doesn't exist. This Talkity Talk Radio, where Kiwis come to mow. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be the producer. I'll, I'll... Here we go. So you're going to be my co-host this afternoon, Jono? Or am I your co-host that giggles at your jokes? Because I'm a girl. You know how it goes, Sharon. Okay. Thanks for calling. Fred's just speaking with Rachel. Oh, hi there. It's Brian uh, from Talkity Talk Radio. You all good for your live radio report? Um, who was doing it? Uh, y- you were doing it. I'll just put you on hold. The guys will be you in just a second. What's your name again? Um, Rachel. Oh, Rachel, yeah. Hold the line. The guys will be with you in uh, like 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to be on the radio, guys. <laughs> Talkity Talk Radio, the station your racist uncle listens to. Hey, good afternoon. Wild weather lash in the country. We cross to our correspondent in the south, Rachel. Come on in. G'day, how are you? The ISO map, the ISO, uh, the ISO map, uh, the, the ISO map. What's that saying? Uh, ISO bar map. What's the ISO bar map saying, Rachel? Oh, I have no idea, but it's not too bad here. They always say the deep south's cold, but it's not too bad. Okay. what it is doing up the road. Now, uh, what is it like up the road, Rachel? 
Well, um, apparently it's snowing, but it's not snowing here. Right, okay. And what's, uh, what's happening behind you? The producer's just in my ear saying there's something happening behind you right now. Can you just describe the scenes? Uh, a hairdressing salon, so very, very extremely busy salon with people all over the place. Okay, can you go and, go and uh, interview one of, the, uh, one of the witnesses, one of the eyewitnesses, please? You want one of my witnesses? <laughs> one of the eyewitnesses. Yes, please, we'd love to know uh, their witness them. account of your witness account. Okay, um, can you tell me what's going on in the salon today? Um, yes, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven clients in here getting their hair done. Oh, yeah. And there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hairdressers doing here. Fantastic. There you go. How does that work that, for you? That's a trademark, Rachel, interview. Wow. That's why we get her on. <laughs> wow, we'll get Rachel. Her on. And just do your uh, your classic sign-off, Rachel. Uh, thank you for calling. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, you are amazing. John O'Ben and Sharon calling from the edge here, if you hadn't guessed. That was amazing. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This week, uh, we've kind of themed the week. It's like a blindfold challenge week. It's it's a new thing that Dan's into. He's got a new girlfriend <laughs> and he's like learning new tricks. I feel like we're fulfilling some sick fantasy that Dan Webby has, our mm. producer, uh, look, every day this week. A lot of blindfold action. A lot of blindfolded content. So if you're a fan <laughs> of blindfolds, then boy, oh boy, we'll be fulfilling yeah. that quota this week. Number one for blindfolds. Yeah. yeah. That's about it, though. <laughs> so, so what's today's blindfold challenge, Dan? So today we're going to have a game of guest... Who guessed who? Now the point of this just to is, hammer home the pun name. <laughs> yeah, man, good work there, Dan. This segment brought to you by Milton Bradley. Uh, but what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to bring a guest in here. You guys are all going to be blindfolded, and you have to guess who they are by asking oh, a no. series of questions. How long we got? You've got two minutes. Okay. To, okay. to decipher who this person is. I'm not going to give you any clues, but they are an iconic. New Zealand would we know, what celebrity. Would we know who they are? You would definitely know who they is are. Is it Blair Turk? No. Well, finally, that could be your first question. Everybody in New Zealand would know who... Most people in New Zealand would know who this person oh, is. Oh, okay, all right. So we can only go by their voice and try and figure them out. Okay. Mm. All right, blindfolds okay. on. Bring them blindfolds in, mate. Blindfolds on. Bring them in. Bring I've already in. got the blindfold on. I'm ready for blindfold week. Right. They're in the studio. Are they okay. here? Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. Hello. Last, last time this happened to me, it was the top twins, so I, my my expectations are very high. Oh, they're high, yeah. Very okay, high. Okay, so the time starts now. Are they? Okay, first question: Are you better than the top twins? Uh, I don't know who they are, so I'm going to have to go with yes. What? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, so it's a male. We've we've made that. Uh, we've established it as a male. Doesn't know who the top twins are. Maybe he. Maybe mm. have you been? Have you been in New Zealand a long time? Yes, my whole life. Did you just win the America's Cup? No. Oh. Okay. Oh. It's obligatory. Um, Did you vow to make America great again? <laughs> no. No, okay. I'm not like wasting Trump. time on Okay, let's, let's, let's go age. Are you over 25? No. So you're under 25. Okay, okay. Who, Who would be your... Young? So you're, you're a well-known New Zealander. Who's your, uh, who's your target market? Who would be your fans? Uh, I, th- I think most people are... Most people. Yeah, most people. Wow. Yeah, okay. I think it's someone we, that's a big we deal. Cross a lot of markets. Cross okay. a lot of markets. Who, who is the most famous person in your phone? Uh, KJ Arpa. Oh, oh, oh we okay. Know KJ Arpa. Okay. KJ Arpa. So I'm guessing. I'm going to put it out there. It's a short and straighter. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Short and straighter. And you're under 25. Yes. Okay. That is narrowed it down to probably 30,000 New Zealanders. No, because it could be who's under 25. There is. The receptionist. No, she's like 60. Well, she's um, aging very well. She's yeah. aging beautifully. That's great. Is it, um, am I allowed to guess? Yeah, you can never guess. Is it Harry Warner? Yes. Oh, it's Harry, Harry Warner. Warner. Oh, oh, Harry Warner. Oh, oh, Harry Warner. Oh, oh, Harry Warner. Oh, oh, Harry Warner. 
Thank you so much for having me I have wanted to have you in studio for such a long time. Thank you very much. This is amazing. This is bloody good to see you. Last week we had a beef. It's a little awkward for me to see you, to be honest. Wow, yeah. It's good to have you in here. Oh, well, thank you. On a serious note, you've been on short you've been on our screens for it seems like forever. Yes, years and years. Nine years old you started on Shortland Street. Yes. Does that mean you get to throw your weight around like Michael Galvin does? (laughs) Does it mean you just be like, hey, 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 I've been here for a very long time. <laughs> Listen here. Um, well, Michael's been on for 25. He's got the day one cred, so mm-hmm. yeah. I, I sort of don't have that. But, um, you know, I think there's a, yeah, it's... There's a bit of respect there. Yeah. It was no, your first acting job yeah. too, right? Yes, yep. That's first, pretty crazy. First ever. You must have thought this acting thing's pretty easy. You just roll yeah. on and get a I job. Like, oh, sweet. And I thought it was only going to be like a six-week gig at first because they were keeping it quiet that they were changing out the Harrys. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sweet, six weeks, Shortland Street, that's a pretty big show I hear. You know, <laughs> uh, should be lots of fun. And yeah, eight years later, here wow. I am. So you've been involved in like some very, very iconic short, uh, Shortland Street storylines. So the biggest the biggest one internationally would be yes. the, please tell me that is not your penis. What was your reaction to that to see people like Alec Baldwin and Jimmy Kimmel and stuff? Yeah. Out a yeah. scene that you did. Well, that was that was sort of surreal. It was real late at night, and someone uh, Facebooked me a link to the YouTube clip, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And it's going to be another remix or another mm. something. And yeah. This was like three or four weeks into it already. Wow! So it was quite like you'd ridden that penis wave like, <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, it's it's time to die now. Come on!" Um, but then that like happened, and I saw that, and yeah, that was crazy. surreal. So you go to school as well? Yes, yeah. Um, so how how was, how was everyone at school, the fact that you were on Shortland Street? I mean, I've been on it, for, and I was on it before I came to the school I'm at now, Right. so uh, it was sort of like, it wasn't all of a sudden it was like, oh, now Reed's on Shorty. It's yeah, like, right. hi, I'm, I'm Reed, and I'm on Shorty. Yeah. So it was always sort of like that, but I mean, every year there's a new, you know, 200 kids who come in in year seven, and they're like, oh my God, you're that kid, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I always thought about, was when you're at school, and the same was when like KJ was at school, kids would either mock you relentlessly or grease up to you. What happens to you, or is it kind of an in-between? There's sort of no greasing. It's it's almost all either mocking or just complete, like, ambivalence. It's right. It's just like, it's either, oh, but I go to an all-boys school, so every conversation starts with, I've never watched Shorty, but my sister does. Yeah. But uh, what's going to happen with, like, this? Uh, <laughs> right. Just, yeah. just like, say you watch it. <laughs> just say you love it. It must have been yeah. a crappy day at school the day after the penis episode. Oh, I've never had so many dick jokes yelled at me. <laughs> it was, yeah, just walking <laughs> part and just crowds of, like, people in my year were all good, but, like, in the years under, it was just, yeah. yeah. It, when you're doing it, when you're like, this is just, this is going to be a nightmare at school the next day, guys. Come on. I, I didn't think that, uh, the director, when we did it, was like, yeah, I'm really sorry to put you through this read this is going to be a hard thing and I'm like nah it'll be fine it'll be like what and three like, days or something please don't use the word hard when we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> we've got Reed Walker with us who plays uh, Harry Warner on Shortland Street who do you like best oh do you like your dad Chris Warner or Ooh. your real dad oh you're <laughs> wow. who's your, or do you wow. like, who's your okay, I thought you were going to say on Shortland Street and I was about to go hawks hawks but who's your fave your real dad or Chris <laughs> <laughs> this is I, a terrible I question I couldn't possibly choose wow Okay. Uh, I'd say I like Chris Warner better than my real dad. That's a bit harsh. Okay. Poor John. <laughs> Only because he hasn't been home in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting deep into emotional issues here. <laughs> Sorry, Reed. you don't need to see this. You don't need to see a grown man cry. <laughs> a bloody pleasure to meet you, my friend. Congratulations oh, so on all your success. Oh. And keep on acting. <laughs> Thank you very much. John and Sharon. On the edge. Oh, God, guys. I've had a real rough 24 hours. Oh, we're going to talk about happening? this on the radio. What's been happening? Well, he won't be listening. He'll be at home 
crying to a violin somewhere. Okay. Was this about Bryce? My husband Bryce. Oh, you were going home last night and you uh, you were not you were you weren't looking forward to it. No. He, I tried to go around to John or Ben's house for dinner. Neither of them would have me. I had to go home and face the music. This is why we have high-level security outside. <laughs> it's worth it. Security guards attack dogs. I honestly, pieces. Pay a lot, but it's worth it. Looks I like honest, a gang pad. I honestly considered going to stay at my auntie and uncle's house last night because I didn't want to deal with it. My uh, boy, my boyfriend, my husband has been hit with the man flu, and he, I swear, is one of the worst people ever. When he's sick, he gets whingy. Mm. So he'll, you'll come. I, I've quarantined him because I don't want to catch it. And uh, he's he's downstairs and I'm upstairs. We're sleeping in different rooms. And when you come down, he's just like sitting there with the bottom lip drop, and he's like, "Hmm, I don't feel any better." And I'm like, "Well, do you want to try this thing where you put your wheat bag, uh, put a feet on your wheat bag, and you um, wrap up, and it all it chases your fever out?" Because I've done it. I do it when I'm sick. It works every time. I don't want to do that because I'm already hot. And I'm like, "Yeah, but you need to sweat sweat it out." Sweat it out. And he's in, like, oh. defense, in defense of men, when we get the flu, it's a lot worse. No. It is a lot worse. Ten it's times not. worse. I will come to the defense of men because they haven't had anyone sticking up for them over the <laughs> yeah. last hundred years. That's right. So uh, that's the thing. You might call it a, you know, what we get is ten times worse than what any lady gets when what? it comes no to that. No way. That's Excuse a- me. There are people that get the same influenza that mm. people with man flu have that are pregnant and they can't take anything but a Panadol of that for it. And they, they just do it. They just do it. But Poor bro. I feel sorry for Brian. I feel like going around there and looking after him if you won't. Yeah. I made him a really nice <laughs> lemon drink. Which would make him feel better with a bit of ginger in it. It was beautiful. It was really nice. I don't want it. It's yucky. <laughs> no crap. It is like looking after a toddler. And I just need to vent about this afternoon and hear your stories on 0800 The Edge or text to 3343. Who is New Zealand's worst man flu victim? Is your husband or boyfriend worse than mine? Can you do your impersonation of him as well? Oh, I you've like got, your one. Oh, you've got to hear their sick voice. Mm. Take Bryce's one again. Oh, I don't want and it's yucky. Okay, well, I mean, I'll, he, I'll, he rang me, he texted me before because he was supposed to go to Queen's the Stone Age concert, rock concert tonight, and he goes, I can't believe I'm missing and I've been looking for it for so long. And I'm like, oh, for goodness sake, can <laughs> you not text, text me this? Text me this. Goodness sakes. Uh, well, I'll come around after work. Okay, he can nestle in my bosom. Okay. I, I have a, Keen, he, I'll go hang out with Jen. Yep, you can nestle in her bosom and I'll nestle <laughs> Bryce in mine. Okay. okay. Boys who try to do this partner swap thing and it's finally happening. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Well, Peter's on 0800 the edge. Peter, you're defending the men this afternoon. You reckon the man flow's a real thing? Oh, it's definitely a real thing. How? Ten, ten times worse than a woman cold, isn't it? <laughs> it's ten times worse. Like, I don't like to admit when I'm sick because, obviously, like Bryce, my partner's made me those disgusting drinks which you take one sip when they leave the room. You're like, yeah, I'm not drinking that. <laughs> but, you know, I like to ride things out, but I woke up one morning, sort of, you know, um, room started spinning and sort of passed out. Not only was... You know, the man flew getting me down, but gravity was as well. Exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. Look and and everyone's judging, going, he's putting on a performance, but they don't know, do they? They don't know, they Peter. No idea. It's so hard. Now, God, get the violins out. We've got uh, Kirsten on the phone right now. Uh, give us the impression of your dad when he's sick. Oh my God, I can't be bothered waking up right now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. That's very, very, cool. very, very, very good. Hey, Sophia, who's the man in your life and what does he sound like when he's sick? Oh my God, he sounds like your husband, Bryce. All right, give us an impression. <laughs> I'm dying, but I don't complain about it. Oh. And it's like, you are complaining about it. Just 
stop with it already. Yeah, all we, want's a, all we want's a little bit of sympathy. That's you all get we want. sympathy. Well, you're not getting sympathy now, are you? Well, you're paying you know, poor Bryce out. I went and got him $90 of stuff <laughs> from the chemist to try and stop the whinging, and he was didn't want any of it because it was yucky. Oh, exactly. Same as mine. I made him a lemon drink, didn't want it. Oh. I've got a toddler who's been sick as well. She complained less than he did. Yeah. <laughs> They're the worst, Sophia. They are the worst. Producer Dan just buzzing in my ear. I think we've got someone from Jono's household oh, on the phone. Right. Oh, here we, we go. Who have we got? Who have we got? Is it, is it Oscar? Yeah. Hi, Oscar. This is uh, Jono's son. Uh, Oscar, uh, is your dad a bit of a whinger when he's sick? Oh, fine. Missy, I get the worst sickness, don't sounds I? Sounds like you turn into a little dinosaur. Yeah, you're dying when you're yeah. sick. It sounds it's like it. Optimus Prime from Transformers is what happens to me. <laughs> I can't control it. You feel, you feel sorry for me, don't you, Oscar, when I'm sick? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds... The, the confident yes, wasn't it? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Very traumatic times in the office at the moment. Um, we've got a rat. We've got a rat downstairs. So downstairs there's wait, a... Wait, wait, wait. Like an animal rat or like there's a rat on <laughs> this rat. ship? Yeah, the, I love rat. We've got a love oh. rat downstairs. Just Sharon's been giving all our secrets away to the yeah, other radio sessions. You're what? The ra- you're the rat. <laughs> I, I'm like the last one that's going to be the rat. You know, there's a rat around here. I'll tell you who it is. It's someone that sounds like Bono Fryer. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's not. I don't have the small mouth. That's Ben. That's Ben. He's got we a ratty like mouth. He can't tell anyone with that small no, mouth. T- yeah, that's right. I keep my small mouth. I'm like you. You wear a hat every day, no. keeping your secrets under there. I do. I do. Okay, so uh, the problem is we... Um, <laughs> We've, well, downstairs is at work, where we do the TV show, there's like a props room. Mm-hmm. So we've got heaps of... We just Basically, it's just been a giant rubbish dump up until now, hasn't it? We've just dumped old clothes down there, old costumes uh, and food. We just keep food down there for some reason. And we've discovered two of the biggest rats oh. living down there. But you've they seen are the them. Size, they, they, we've seen them with our own eyes, the size of cats. No. I don't know if they're the size size of, cats. of the cats. I saw it. Size of like a dog. Like a kitten or a house dog? I don't think a you've Labrador. seen it. I feel like you've... <laughs> size of a, a Labrador. A rat That's the size impossible. of a Labrador. You haven't seen it. No, I don't think you've seen it. I feel like you've just jumped on, on rat chat. I feel like someone else well, has seen it. I saw it. I did see it. see the rat. It did. So it's definitely a rat and not a mouse. Did it have little rats oh. hanging off it? No, no, it was a rat. And it, and Size of a grown human being. It scurried out the window, which oh. was, was kind of like there's a window that has a... Anyway, yeah. So we're in, we're in panic mode at the moment because we need to get rid of these rats. Why don't you get an exterminator? Can't afford it. <laughs> what? Can't afford an exterminator. It's a health and you safety this, hazard. You know this company's struggling, mate. We can't <laughs> afford an exterminator to come and spray the rats. We're going to have to catch it with our bare hands. Oh. So, rat chat right now. Oh, yeah. 800 The Edge. We need some tips. Forget about Snapchat. We're doing rat chat. Rat chat. <laughs> All over on the, the floor. floor. Rat chat. Have, Give you, us your, oh, what? have you had a rat crawl over your face in your sleep? Oh. Have you caught a rat? I don't know rats were actually a thing in New Zealand. I thought it, we, we were mice. I don't know we were rats. I feel like I've got a rat on my back right now. I'm crawling in rats. Yeah. The thing is, I did so. I've been doing some research on Google. You know, rats, they're not that filthy. Clean themselves up to seven to ten times a day. Oh, do yeah. They? yeah, they're cleaner than dogs and cats. Apparently, you have more chance to catch disease and viruses off dogs and cats than you would a rat. Oh, really? that's disgusting. Well, uh, Courtney is called up on 0800 The Edge. Uh, would you like to contribute to rat chat, Courtney? She's floored by it. Courtney! She's floored by the rat the size of a Labrador. Oh, no, she's hung up on us. 
Well, let's see if anyone else. Each hello, you're calling up for Ratchet? <laughs> we can't play a song. Come back Bye. to this call. Let's tee them up if you want, Chaz. But... Oh, I thought that you wanted to take them now. <laughs> hey, wait, there, we'll be back with you for Ratchet. As much as I love going to people that may or may not be calling up about Sorry, Ratchet. I thought you wanted to take them now. We can if you want. Ratchet right now, 0800 <laughs> The Edge. Oh, well, i tell you what we'll do. We'll play some ads and we'll tee up the callers just so that they know when they're on the radio and when they have to deliver their Ratchet. Maybe not just go, Courtney... <laughs> <laughs> so live on I the radio. I think we were doing it now. Steph! <laughs> Steph! <laughs> Steph! Hello? Yeah, what do you want to say, mate? Just go to the phones, answer the phones. Sorry? You got some rat shit? Yeah. Oh, you do? What's your rat shit? This is a, we've, we've hit a gem here. I say you just need to try and hunt it out and shoot it. Well, shooting a rat's pretty old yeah, school, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to have good aim, too. It works. Yeah, it's got to have good aim. enough, why not? And it's a good segment for the TV show. Everyone will crack up if you guys accidentally shot each other. You know how this is the nationwide... Oh, yeah, exactly. ...the nationwide brainstorm, Steph, to get rid of our rats. And they do yeah. say, Ben said it before on the show, no idea's a bad idea. Well, I think we've heard your first shitter, mate. Firstly, coming to work with a firearm, <laughs> management management is going to frown on that, Stephanie. That's well, no, an armed defender situation. Have any of you guys wondered where Guy and Clint have gone? Oh, well, that's what happened. <laughs> okay, oh, okay so that's a bad edge. idea. Also, answering phones live on the radio, sometimes a bad idea. Yeah. Can I put that in the minutes for our okay. next meeting? Fair to say, Rat Chat hasn't got off to the strongest start. Okay, guys. We'll compose ourselves and be back next with it. John O'Ban and Sharon. On the edge. Do you know, without companionship, <laughs> do you know, without companionship, rats end up depressed and lonely. Aww. Aww. I feel sorry for the rats. Do you know, rats, they also, if, if, if there's a group, if there's a rat in the group that's sick and or injured, They'll nurse that rat back to health. Aww, oh, that's, that's what we do. We're real rats. Good memories. They've got good memories as well, rats. And do you know what? Just <laughs> <laughs> <This, this laughs> tell me there's one that cooks. I'm going to tell you that's a movie. <laughs> this presentation brought to you by Google.com. There's <laughs> <laughs> a rat called Ratatouille. Uh, yeah. Here you go. Let's hit the phones for some more rat chat. Kicked off by Shelby. Rat chat. What are you bringing to the table, Shelby? I reckon you guys should trap it. Oh, you no, want us okay. to trap, trap the rat? Trap, trap the rat, so like get it in like an area that you can block it or trap it, and then use it as an example for other rats and what would happen. Yeah, just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll do. We'll lock your rat up and do it. We'll put your rat in rat prison. Exactly, exactly. So the other rats know that if they're around, they'll be put in a rat prison. That's not a bad thought. Rat you know, prison. when it comes, you know, when it comes to catching rodents and stuff, and you like to, as a as a man, you like to think, oh, you know, well, I've got to step up here. But inside, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Like a little bee. You want a little bee when it's like, oh, remove that bug. And you're like, yep, okay. I'll remove it inside, inside me. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. That's what's happening inside, but outside. Frosty, hard exterior. You wouldn't tell, would you? No, you you would. You are so full of crap. Everybody knows that, knows your Jen, knows that Jen's getting rid of that stuff, and you are the one that's on the couch having to scream. Yeah, she would catch the rat with the bare hands, (laughs) let's be honest. Steph's on the phone for some rat chat. What do you got, babe? Give it to us. I, I thought that's what you do. Uh, no. oh, Not for people you don't know. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, Steph, if that got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Have I weirded you out? Have I weirded you out of rat chat? <laughs> 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 no, you... you can reverse out of here if you want. You just got to make the reversing noise with your mouth. <laughs> oh, I scared her off rat chat. Scared her off. She did a human reverse. She's still in the draw 50k on a trip for three round the world. April rat chat. What's happening, sweetheart?
No. Is, it, is that not better? No. Don't call her a sweetheart. <laughs> April. Rat chat, what's your contribution? Jeez. Um, when I was 15 years old, I was babysitting um, the neighbour's kid, and it was like an overnight job. So I had put her to bed, and everything was good, so I hopped into bed, and as I turn off the light, I feel something, like, run over my leg. I thought I had forgotten to put the dog out. Uh -oh. I turn on the light, and I can't see anything. Uh -oh. So I was like, maybe I just imagined it, and then I... Don't tell me it was a rat! Yeah, I turned the light off again, and it did it again. And this I time I heard be. the squeaking. And it wasn't a rat, was it? <laughs> it was a rat. It was a rat. Well, I would have been disappointed if it was a possum in a segment called Rat Chat. <laughs> you're, hey, you're in the draw. Yeah, guess what, April? You're in the draw for 50K and a trip for three round the Woo! world. Woo! John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, okay. There's no secret the weather from the Cape to the Bluff. Giving New Zealand a good old, a good old banging, a, no, a good old thrashing, a good old thrashing today. No sleet. Um, the ferry's been cancelled. Flights have been cancelled. Flooding in the water upper. I heard that the uh, Narangan Gorge down in Wellington was shut on both lanes for a period this afternoon as well. Yeah. Desert road's crazy. been shut. Truck drivers stranded. They just have to walk out of their trucks and they've gone to the pub. Apparently, yeah, had to. Seventeen foot snowman have been been built. Seventeen or seventeen? I know oh, it's gone up ten <laughs> foot since I last talked about it. Seventeen feet of snowman. I love. I love snowman. <laughs> snowman. I love. What Watching the news because they always send out the uh, the ones that they, that they like the least, the reporters yeah. out into the into the, into the elements. And oh, they have to report in the middle of these shocking, you know, winds and rain, and it's... and then they call in sick the next week, and the yeah. boss is like, not very committed. And all you, but it's pointless too because it's like all you hear on the microphone just. I'm out here. And that's Jessica Mudgeway, live from Queenstown. <laughs> My sister uh, actually lives in Tower in Wellington, and uh, she's been a real victim of the weather, and uh, I got a, a picture today, and her wheelie bin and her tree have both just been damaged. She's got a damaged tree and a, a wheelie bin that's taken a ride down the street. Now, see, this is the scale. This of, is just, this, that, that's terrible and, stuff. And for what we're seeing on the news, uh, you know, when we see uh, Jessica out there... <laughs> Save me, Simon! <laughs> Call for help! We see the dramatic stuff, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah, yeah. there's some people go doing it hard, and we feel for, feel for them. Yeah, but, mm. you know, we, the stuff like the wheelie bin going down the road, the yeah. branch coming off the tree, this is the stuff that's ignored by mainstream media, yeah. but what not a, us, not what us. A, what a bit about a bit of attention for the people that have had to go out in the rain and chase down their wheelie bin. Or like my sister, has spent a really long time, and her pride and joy was that tree, and that tree is now being destroyed. Yeah, so we want to open up the mild inconvenience weather line. Now, yeah. this is the stuff that wouldn't make national headlines. My parsley bush got blown over and cracked the $5 pot that I got. I probably won't get another $5 pot. Yeah. Oh, Sharon. I know. That is shocking. You know, last night, yeah. I had my electric blankie on. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I forgot I had it on. I left it on all night and I woke up with a dry mouth. Oh, oh not Jono. a dry mouth. Thanks, Thanks last night I, I got home and I went to check the mailbox. The farmer's catalogue. It was kind of, like, kind of damp. And so, oh, yeah. no. And then, I, and then I didn't wear shoes. My socks were, you know, I got wet socks. Oh, no. no. Wet was it a red socks. dot sale? Red yeah, dot sale? Like, I don't know. I couldn't open it. The pages were all sort of, you know. Oh, okay. Just like all your other magazines. <laughs> Just like that. They all get wet. Okay, so <laughs> right under the, the edge. Right under the edge. <laughs> Text 3343. I'm going to gloss over that last statement. Oh, you won't get into it. <laughs> Tonight. Smoke screen, smoke screen. <laughs> yeah, it's still here, guys. <laughs> that was Jessica Mudgeon. Shut up, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Uh, in the middle of a storm hitting New Zealand at the moment, and uh, we don't want to take away from some people doing it tough with the snow and, and the bad weather. 
You're taking us to the day spa of storms. Miss Casey, you really feel <laughs> hot rock, deep tissue back massage. No. Good. Skin. <laughs> uh, but we, we want to open it up the line. No. <laughs> well, I wasn't about to give you one, mate. I was role playing, okay? Jeez. Let me have some fun. Let me pretend play. I'm working in a, in a day spa. Me. It's very out of the blue. Okay, all right. We'll move on with the show. Very aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, this is why I also might want to know hot rock you. This is bad weather hitting the country. Everyone's banging on about it, but we thought we'd open up the lines for people that may have been slightly affected by it, but not in a way that's going to be on the news. Someone's texted in saying 3343 saying, um, went outside today. Get a package from the courier. Got wet socks. Oh. Oh. Got wet socks. Oh, jeez. That's the worst. Don't you hate that? So sad. In the bottom of your feet get wet and you're like, oh, well, if I put shoes on, then my feet are going to be wet. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Well, Ashley's on 0800 The Edge. Ashley, what was your mild weather inconvenience today? I left my home from Mungify to go to Auckland, which is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Uh, put three loads of washing out, thinking, yeah, it's going to get dry today. It's nice and sunny. Mm. Just driving home now, and it is bucketing down. No, that washing. Oh, oh, Ashley. Rewash everything. You're going to have to rewash it, yeah. Oh, yep. It's very three sad. Loads. I feel fair. Three loads. Not count three on your loads. fingers. One, two, three. It's heartbreaking. Do you know what's more heartbreaking than that is that we've got another Ashley on our 100 Edge, and this Ashley's story is even more upsetting than that Ashley story. I don't story. know, it can get more upsetting though. I can't take any more Ashley, of this. Ashley, sure. what's your mild inconvenience with the story? Well, I decided to be a good mother and wash some of my children's teddies um, and I hung them out on the line. It was a mission and a half to wash them. I had to soak them in the bath and everything. Hung them out and they're nearly dry on the line and then it rains and it's done that it's every day. Soggy every teddies. Children. Soggy yeah. teddies. I think we spare a thought for all Ashley's Ashley's everywhere. Across the nation. Very sad. Wash titties, clothes, and themselves. Actually, my niece Ashley was supposed to have a day out today with Nana and couldn't because it was too cold. So Ashley's everywhere in pain. But Mm. so are Rosalie's. And what's your mild inconvenience weather story? Um, I had surgery today and we're just on our way home now and on the way from the hospital to the car in the wheelchair I got rained on. Oh! Just when you've come out of... Oh, oh surgery and you get... That's the worst. I thought you were going to say that the roof caved in and you got rain inside you, but that's still a very bad probably, story. That would probably be the news. That would be the news. We'll leave that to McRoberts. Okay. <laughs> Chanel, what's your uh, mild weather inconvenience story? Uh, this morning, my flatmate had to get in through the back seat of the car and climb through a car so she didn't stand in a puddle. <gasps> that's not the way you usually get into no. a car. You usually get in through the, the yeah. side doors. Through the back. <laughs> There's oh. a massive puddle on both sides of our driveway. Oh, so, oh, she's stopping. Stop it's too much. 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 Too it turned on the uh, heater, <laughs> and um, took about two minutes to heat up, longer oh, than usual. Kia <laughs> 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 Okay, on that on that depressing note, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Mother Nature!
That was another fine John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Bean and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.